Yo. <laughs> Check it out. Thanks again for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle Podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. All right, so check it. On this particular podcast, yo, I've been waiting a long time to do this podcast. Uh, It really kind of hit me the other day uh, about bringing this particular guest on. Um, The guest that I'm going to bring on is a special guest to me. Um, It's my 15-year-old son, Cameron. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring him on was because uh, his knowledge and his level of fandom for old school hip hop has just really, really been a joy to me to watch. Uh, It wasn't something that I said, hey, you got to listen to my hip hop. But, um, you know, over a period of time, he's sort he's, you know, kind of gravitated towards his dad's hip hop. Uh, He doesn't necessarily listen to a lot of hip hop. Uh, that kids his age listen to. So it's been definitely appealing to me. So I thought it'd be a good idea to have him on. We talk from time to time about sampling and he asked me questions about certain groups and certain acts and things like that and certain albums. So, um, you know, you guys kind of get a chance to see how we kick it. So I'm going to drop the theme music and uh, we'll bring Cameron on and we'll, we'll chop it up and talk some hip hop. Let's get it. All right, so on this particular podcast, man, it's a special podcast, man. I, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing this. I've been thinking about doing it for a while, man. I actually have a special guest, uh, co-host, uh, someone who is near and dear to my heart. Uh, I've known him all of his life uh, because he is merely a part of me, uh, my son, Cameron. Cameron, say what's up to the people. Uh, what's up, uh, people? <laughs> Just relax, man. Relax. Uh, I wanted to get Cam on here because um, uh, he is a hip hop fan. Uh, Surprisingly, Cameron is a bigger hip hop fan than I had originally uh, thought. Um, At the time of this recording, he's 15 years old, uh, but he is someone who uh, I think over a period of time has surprised me with his knowledge of hip hop. so I want to start right there, man. I when uh, I guess it's kind of crazy question, but do you remember when you first started listening to hip hop? Um, I have to say probably seven, eight. You know, the car rides home and to school stuff like that. Okay, so it's the music that I was playing. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I found it interesting that when we were hanging a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and your buddies called you <laughs> called you old school. Uh, that that kind of made me chuckle a little bit because that let me know that you know they understood and and appreciate the fact that you listen to old school hip hop and maybe some of the music that they not that they're not even uh, privy to or have much knowledge about. Um, so how does that make you feel when your when your boys call you old school? Um. Well, I can't really say how it feels. I mean, I mean that's just how I am. I mean, the music that I listen to is expresses the way 
that they look at me a certain way. So what I listen to and what they listen to is two different things, but they respect that. And, you know. Okay. Okay. So just be clear. You do listen to Migos and 21 Savage and um, from time to time, but mostly old school. Okay. Okay. Which is weird for those of you listening, because Cameron is my middle son. Uh, his older brother listens to uh, more. I would say he probably listens to more regular rap. You know, the Migos, 21 Savage. Uh, who else do you listen to? J. Cole. J. Cole. Well, I mean, I listen to J. Cole and Kendrick. But, um, you know, he's more of that. He doesn't listen to as much old school hip hop as you do. But he does actually listen to because he took all of my CDs. He has my Wu-Tang CDs, my Nas CDs, Public Enemy. So he has, I, I feel kind of happy being an old school hip hop historian such as myself that I've passed on these old school <laughs> values to these kids. Um, so I guess the next question I had is like at the time of this recording, you're 15. Are there anybody else? Is there anybody else that you know that listens to the kind of music that you listen to? Like in my grade? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like kid, your friends, I know your close friends don't listen to it. So. I mean, well, Spence, he listens to Old school R&B. I okay. listen to our old school R&B and hip hop. Right, so. right. Yeah, you do listen to a lot of old school R&B because a lot of times, man, we'll be riding around in the car or something come on and hip hop song or uh, or old school, you know, it doesn't even necessarily be an old school song. It could be a hip hop song or R&B song. And a lot of times you start singing. And I'm like, man, when did he learn that? Like, I didn't teach you that music. You know what I'm saying? So that, that makes it that much uh more fun for me so so kids your age generally don't listen to it right uh no okay so um, so when albums come out and stuff i just like yeah i don't really listen to that my guy okay okay um i just and i mean you've heard some of these stories too but like i remember when i was your age actually when i was younger than you i probably started listening to hip-hop really really hard uh run dmc <laughs> that was the start for me uh run dmc uh that was like i had been probably about eight years old maybe um eight or nine um run dmc was my introduction to i mean i had heard hip-hop songs before of course you got you know sugar hill gang message um but run dmc really was like the first group that i just like made me really really fall in love with hip-hop um so yeah, so it so that was the that was really like where it got started for me, but I find it interesting that you know, a lot of the music that I listen to today and one of the reasons why I, why I wanted to have you on the podcast is that a lot of music that I listen to today you listen to. I'm sorry, a lot of music that I listen to at your age you're listening to now. So it's kind of like the the gap has been bridged, you see what I'm saying? So, you know, when you hear uh when I hear you listening to Nas or Public Enemy, you know, those are groups, you know, people, acts that I grew up on and, and still love to this day. And so it's kind of bridged the gap hearing you, you know, listen to those things. So what I wanted to do, I'm going to play a couple of things for you. And we talked the other day, you and I were talking about sampling. And um, do you understand like what, just tell me your, your general idea of what a sample is. Um, my general idea of a sample is basically someone taking something from a previous song and putting it in their song to make a better song, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Uh, sampling was, you know, really, really heavily um, done in the 80s 
in the early mid 80s, 90s. Um, and what I found is that a lot of sampling that took place, it helped me have a deeper appreciation for the music that was being created. So what I want to do is I'm going to play something for you. You just tell me what you what you think. Uh, let me cue it up here. Uh, but what I'm going to play for you first is the the uh, the music. So when I play the music, you tell me what you think when you hear it, because, you know, sometimes the music, you know, precedes the sample. And then sometimes the sample kind of takes it to the next level. All right. So I'm playing the music. So check it out. You tell me what you think. So as you're listening, what do you think? I'm thinking about nothing but a G thing. Right. So. Right. That song is called um, I Want to Do Something to You by uh, Leon Haywood. Now, I'll be honest. I had heard the song before, but, you know, I might have been maybe about 10, maybe when I first could remember it. But then when I heard it again uh, on the song, I was like, OK, I know it from somewhere, but I couldn't figure out where it was. And see, the benefit that you guys have is that you have websites and stuff like that where you can go back and listen to it and figure out like where the sample came from or whatever like that. But it's, you know, it was a decent song, but obviously they were able to, Leon Haywood with I Want to Do Something Freaky to You was able to, I think, and I think this came out in 1975. So I was three years old when it came out. So I, didn't, I didn't know. It was some, But it's something that I heard, you know, your grandparents playing around the house. And so... It was something that I could go back to later on in life and have a deeper appreciation for it. Um, let me play something else for you. Uh, let's try this one. This is, uh, uh oh, now it's not coming up. Um, okay, here we go. Now this is an oldie but a goodie. Um, I love hearing this song. I'm pretty sure you'll definitely have and appreciation for it to it as well. So just vibe to it. Tell me what you think. When the beat drops, you'll hear it come in and then you'll have a better idea as to what's playing. So what you feeling right now? <laughs> I see you bobbing your head. <laughs> what's that right there? You know what that is? Um, I can't put my finger on it. Um... Who sampled that? That's uh, the group is called the JBs. The song is called Pass the Peas. I wouldn't expect you to know that, but the song that was sampled, Arab and Rakim, oh, I ain't no joke. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't put my finger on it. No, it's okay. I mean, like that, that is one of the, you know, uh, you know me, that's like one of my favorite albums, albums of all time. I think it's the greatest hip hop album of all time. Um, Paid full, that's right. Arab and Rakim. Um, so yeah, it, it was, uh, you know, and that was something that with the JB's James Brown, I heard a lot of that, um, growing up as a child, uh, your grandparents played, you know, they played that to death. Uh, they played a lot of James Brown in the household. So, uh, me and your uncle were exposed to a lot of different music. All right. Now the last joint I'm gonna play for you, you, I, I, I would be surprised if you get it, but I'm going to play it anyway. Um, this one, I actually had to look for the name because I didn't know the name of this. I, I knew the name of the artist, but I didn't know like where it was sampled from. And then I figured it out. So I'm going to go ahead and drop this on you. 
You tell me what you think. You hear the bass line. This sound like Nas. <laughs> nah, it's not Nas. You want to guess again? Mm. Is the beat about to drop? Yeah, the beat's coming in. Mm. Mm. So when you hear it, You've heard this sample before. You or you've heard the song. I know you've heard the song thousands of times. Because I played it thousands of times. That ring a bell? The, the beat rings a bell, but like the I gotta have the lyrics and I'm like, oh, this is but nah, I can't do it. Well the song is called Um Mystic Brew by uh, Ronnie Foster. That was the original sample. But the song that you heard it in is Electric Relaxation by a tribe called Quest. <laughs> and you put your hand on your head. I'm not doing this to stump you. It's no, more or less. I'm just saying, like I. But see, that's that's a part of it, and, and again, that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring you on the podcast was because you, your generation, has the ability to look these things up. Like we didn't know when I was 15, you heard a dope song, and you may or may not go back to try to find and see who who was the originator of the song, so forth and so on. You know, back then, on the albums, when you bought albums, you had to have, you read the liner notes, they had to give credit for who sampled the song. So, I would look on Tribe Called Quest album, and then it would be like R. Foster. So, I'd have to look up and try to find out who R. Foster is, and it would say, sample contained from song Mystic Brew, and you go from there. So... That was just, like I said, I wasn't doing it to stump you. It's more or less just to give you an idea as to how some of the songs that you hear, some of the old school songs that you hear, you know, are created. Nowadays, I don't know that artists sample as much. They probably do. I just, I don't listen to 21 Savage and, you know, all those guys. I mean, J. Cole and Kendrick is probably about as far as I'll go. Um, and uh, shout out to those guys. Because uh, I just, I'm, I'm a different kind of cat as far as listening to lyricism. But um, but yeah, man, that's why I wanted to bring you on the podcast, man, so you could kind of get an idea as to, like I said, it wasn't to stump you, it was just kind of let you hear how some of these things were created and understand that a lot of the music that, you know, we heard back in our day, you know, it wasn't necessarily created in our day. It was created by a previous generation. So some of the music that you're going to hear, not that you, not, not just the music that you listen to, but the music that you hear, um... You know, it's music that was created a long time ago, and what it does, it it helps you have a deeper deeper appreciation for um, you know the music that you listen to on a day to day basis. And so, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna drop this last joint on you and see what you think. You tell me what you hear. What you hear? Oh, now this is nice. I know. <laughs> we I never forget, man. We were riding in a car one day. And uh, I think I was taking you to school, and um, the beat dropped, and you just you started rhyming in the back seat, and I was like, "Yo, how does he know these words?" And I mean, like you was like, "Let's get it on." I was like, "Yo, how does he know these?" And I didn't want I dropped you off at school, and it, it kind of messed with my head. I'm like, "Okay, man, I didn't teach him, I didn't give him this album, so like, where did he find the words?" But like, you knew word for word, so I was I was very impressed, very impressed. So yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, you got anything you want to say? Um, came out. <laughs> All right, man. 
Thanks again for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle Podcast. Uh, We'll catch you guys next time. Five Gs.